tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We're back to go over the results, I guess, of UFC 290 in Las Vegas. Um, it was a great card. Um, I did, I think, what, three out of five? I think we said four out of six because you. Okay, four yeah. out of six. And uh, there was two that would have traded for all of them. Yeah, you, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I was about it, absolutely. But, um, great night of fights. I, I, it, there was enough, though, I, I kind of liked that it wasn't predictable. Um, right. You know, oh, yeah, it was definitely. There were definitely some on there that could have gone either way. And, and even as the fights took place, they were still, you know, good and very close fights. For sure. First fight, man, how about Robbie Lawler? Kicked the night off for me, man. I, I, there was obviously a lot of prelim fights before that, but I was so excited to see him. First of all, a guy who's very stoic, very um, unemotional. Yeah. Was emotional before he even got into the cage. Yeah. And then was very emotional afterwards. And I, I'm just happy to see him go out on top. I was, I was being funny. I, I looked over at Lucas and I was like, you know, he's right now. He's going, well, I look pretty good now. And let's do one more, you know, because that's what happens to I'm everybody. Sure you know, that's what happens to everybody. And then they lose one and they're like chasing that one yeah. feeling again. And they end up on a four or five skid. And so, uh, yeah, I was very happy that he was done and, and happy and got a big win, you know, over a tough guy. Right before the fight started, I said it's unfortunate that he has to have another fight like this before he retires yeah. because I thought it was going to be a banger, you know, and, and, and get drawn out and, and be bloody, and, and he was able to get through with barely getting hit. If I remember right, they got it kind of into the, the center of the octagon, and then he, he got him almost in a clinch with his right hand and just started throwing lefts, yeah. and there were two hooks and an uppercut the that uppercut came up. The uppercut was brutal. And then an overhand right, I think, as he was As he was going down, I was going to ask you, do you think the uppercut is what took his legs out? Or do you think it was, I mean, he was starting to lean, and do you think that... The second hook already had his head kind of wobbling, and the uppercut was basically what was done. And then the right hand was like, bonus, here's my last punch of my career. (laughs) And and how cool was it that he didn't, everybody, he he was done. He just, he watched the dude fall and threw his hands up in the air, and he's like, that's it. That was was awesome. Um, So you heard it over and over again and i don't think i asked you last podcast um and i think i know it's an easy answer but do you have a favorite robbie lawler moment oh man well i I hate to talk about it as a favorite because rory's my guy yeah yeah but the rory mcdonald robbie lawler fights like you you can't it's very difficult to duplicate a five-round war like that and i just watched it the other night um expecting a lot and nothing happened for the first round and a half Mm. it was very feel each other out for the first round and a half almost two full rounds and then boy in the third round it kicked off for the next three rounds it was it was wild and it's been it went into the ufc hall of fame for the best fight you know in ufc history and uh the reason i think it does that is because in round four and five as tired as they were, they stayed super technical. It wasn't like a brawl, you know, or, yeah. or just guys scrapping. They stayed, they're both very clean boxers, and they stayed with long jabs. You know, everything was still really clean, and and they could barely stand up. Did they maintain know? good footwork through it as well? Yeah, Rob, that- Robbie has some of the best footwork in, in, in uh, MMA. 
and so his boxing is very clean and, and yes they did i had forgot how bad his lip was split open after that fight yeah. and when you see him now whoever the plastic surgeon was that repaired him man it looks clean you can hardly and see he's it. going yes ah, screaming at screaming the end it. and it's opening and, and you know like hey, stop, stop 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 yeah <laughs> close that <laughs> the only other thing i've seen close to that was that ovarine um oh, which was so just bad so disgusting so bad um but yeah i'm super excited for robbie um i've and, seen robbie at some of the bellators uh cornering guys yeah from att yeah i hope he can continue to do that you know he said he's gonna obviously stay be involved in the sport and i hope that uh, he continues to do that and i hope i continue to see him yeah, he's one of the greats. I think he does a lot for the sport, and just for being sure. around it and just showing up, I think, is awesome. For sure. Bo Nickel and Val Woodburn. Um, I, I'm going to challenge you a little bit because in the preview, you said we're not going to learn anything about Bo Nickel. Did we learn anything about Bo Nickel? I don't know. I knew he hit hard. He definitely hit him hard, like jacked the dude's head sideways hard. Um, and and I, I made a comment before the fight started because the dude's neck was like this, you know, yeah. thick, jacked yeah. like that. And I was like, well, he, he, he won't get knocked out easy. <laughs> His head goes <laughs> burning like it was on a swivel. And I was like, maybe you will. And then, it, you know, um, I'm not Bo sure. hits hard. I, that- he, I didn't know. He, he did Golden Gloves boxing before yeah like as a youngster i guess i didn't know that either yeah uh he's got he's got or, no, i'm sorry i don't mean uh, i don't think golden gloves but he did amateur boxing okay and uh he he you know his hands have looked good in a couple fights and and when you have the danger the threat of the takedown yeah it's easy to land that punch man that that, that conor mcgregor gregor khabib punch that um kevin randleman knocked out uh Krokop, who was 10 times the striker he was. Yeah. But that slight level change, overhand. You know, and, and uh, Bo's, I mean, that, you heard it. I did. I was, yeah. I was talking about it beforehand. I was at a, a sports bar watching the fight, and you could hear that crack over the, yeah. the people talking, the music. That's and wild. It was, it was so loud. And I don't know that I've seen a right hook. It was a right hook, if I remember yeah, right. Southpaw. So um, basically it would be a lead hook on a left-hander, but it was a, a, so a, 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 a right-hander. So yeah, clean. It was very nice. Um, I, I know, you know, Val took it on short notice. He, I, I, I stumbled and said it was a short fight, and you're like, yeah, it's going to be a short yeah. fight. And, you, boy, you called that. It was, it was 39, 30, 38 seconds. Um, and, it, yeah, it went, it went super quick. Do you, think, uh, do you think Bo jumps into the rankings after this? So I think – no, he won't jump in the rankings, but he may now get a guy who is in the top 15. Okay. Which will then put him in put the rankings in, okay. if he beats that guy. All right. But I, I think now at this point, uh, the UFC is going to be like, okay. You know, I'm sure they're paying him well. Yeah. And so to continue to pay him well to fight nobodies is going to be difficult, especially when he keeps making I th- what, four of his fights are all under a minute. I think all of his fights are under a minute. No. And, and so may, maybe the guy that he arm-triangled uh, last was over a minute. I'm not sure. But, but I don't think there have been too much. Uh, you're, okay, so Jamie Pickett was 254 in round okay. one, the fight before this. Um, but none of them have got over round one. In fact, you got almost three minutes and then a minute. 
And then you got barely over five minutes. You've got like five minutes and 30 seconds worth of total, total fight time. cage time. Yeah, in his so he's done fights. one round of fighting. So basically, he's got yeah. one round. That's so, right. uh, yeah, I mean, I think now he gets a guy that will be up in the top 15 maybe and uh, someone who's had a little bit of success in the UFC. Yeah. And then we'll, you know, really get to see what's up. And and we'll see what his game plan is. Is he is he trying to box with guys? Yeah. You know, is he trying to go out there and, and bang a little bit? Or is he going to, you know, is he landing that to wrestle? I think he's landing it to wrestle. Um, but wrestlers fall in love with their power, and that's how wrestlers end up losing. Yeah. They fall in love with their power, and then they start looking for that again and get caught in the middle of that. Um, hopefully, if he if he really wants to get to the top, his best route would be to punch to wrestle, you know, yep. and, and get there. And then if you want to experiment up there, go ahead. <laughs> Does he have a belt ranking in jujitsu that you're aware of? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. Um, I have no idea. I, he's winning me over and reluctantly and maybe even begrudgingly, but he's kind of winning me over. It was definitely his least arrogant and most humble interview afterwards. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, you know, maybe, maybe now he knows he's going to get somebody. <laughs> so it's time to, it's time to reel <laughs> it in a little, a little bit, bit, dial it back a little bit yeah. and, and see what happens. So uh, I don't know. You know, he, he's, you know, he's extremely high level athlete. You he's know, intriguing for sure. And then people are going to like they even when I was kind of not talking shit on him, but saying that he should not be asking for this guy he should not be asking or demanding to be on the pay-per-view on, on the main card right you know uh but he's you know he's i always said that he's has the potential you know to to be great you know he has the potential to for sure be that guy yeah he's he's shown up um, but now he's got a baby on the way so he may never sleep again who knows yeah <laughs> yeah, right. Although that also may light a fire under him when you got a true now. True. Now you got another mouth to feed, so things things change a little. True. Third fight, Dan Hooker, Jalen Turner. Um, I actually we were talking again before. Um, Dan Hooker won this fight, um, split decision, and I think it was close. Dan Hooker goes to 23 and 12 Jalen Turner falls to 13 and 7 this was a close fight yeah Dan Hooker broke his arm yeah um I think in the second round could have been the first I actually just watched a video of him talking about it and I forget what he said uh, as far as what round it was but it, it was it blocking a leg kick and it's he said something about he he got he it got kicked once and he think it like kind of cracked it yeah and then he continued he got kicked two more one more time that broke it and then he got kicked two more times uh while he was so I, one of my one of my fighters Matt Lozano he was blocking head kicks with the one arm out here and his leg got his arm got kicked here and he literally had to catch his arm because it broke in half and and pick it up and That's it's now you know so uh, stitched up here with a rod inside it's awful Dan Hooker man you can take this way with protect you're protecting here yeah you can take a very hard kick that way yeah if you get there if you block with one hand you can kick straight through somebody's arm like even when you see guys block with one hand and like oh he checked that no he, he didn't. still ate a bunch yeah of that. his his hand slapped the crap out of him you know yeah, what i mean like and, sure. and the shin behind it you can't really check a kick with one hand 
you're talking about a shin bone right to a bone that breaks on people you know yep. fairly regularly yep um and so it's it's uh plus the inertia of the kick and everything that's you know, coming around yeah, it's the like a baseball bat coming in it's like a baseball bat absolutely so uh, I don't. I don't remember if I think he won the fight. I think I might have thought that Jalen Turner won the fight. It was close. It was a split decision. I did want Dan Hooker to win, um, and I'm glad that he did. But I, I'm not sure that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I think that Jalen was disappointed when they raised Hooker's hand. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad Hooker won. You know, I, I'm glad to see him get on the on the other side of couple losses if i remember right they were ranked 11 and 12 yeah so which is which is interesting because i'm looking right now and it looks like they actually both they both dropped well no 11 and 12 but it shows that they both dropped i don't know when grant dawson so jumped what? up uh 11 and 12 oh, so okay, i guess okay. that's that's that must have been a drop beforehand um Jalen came in ranked a little higher than dan got it um I want to like Dan Hooker. I like him. Um, I think he's kind of one of those blue-collar fighters that just goes in and gets crapped in. I don't know if you saw afterwards. There's a great picture of both of them in the hospital room. No, but um, I've seen some great pictures of guys like that. I just looked at the Rory and Robbie picture like that. And they're they're both in the hospital on different beds, like ah, talking to each other. Um, Hooker's hair's all red still from the blood that was in it. And yeah, I like Dan Hooker. During COVID, you know, he got stuck over here for for quite a while wasn't able to see his family his wife and kids and uh was training for a fight and then he was just about to leave to go back and they asked him to fight somebody else and he stayed and continued to train for that fight mm. and uh so he didn't see them for for quite a long time and and you could tell that it was it was getting to him um i know he needed the money obviously you, you the money that they make at the at the top they they need that money you yeah. know it's yeah it's uh not 25 grand that is cool and nice and i'll put it towards something and now it's gone it's you know they're making in the hundreds of thousands of dollars so it's yeah uh something that they need so he stayed and fought somebody and i believe uh he lost the fight but regardless you know he he took one for the ufc and and took a short notice fight and stayed here so i, I like him um he's out of that he's out of city boxing where where uh where's he from from uh, Izzy and, and Volkanovski and yep. those guys are out of yep. the same gym. So, Did you see the video of Volkanovski yes. before the fight just like yes. erupting? And, um, I'm, so I was looking back through COVID and um, I'm wondering if it was either, if it was a short notice fight, um, I'm thinking it might have been Islam or um, Arnold Allen. Could have been one of those two. Those are the two losses that he had during. How during far apart are they or are they from a win? Uh, so it was from a win. Um, he won in September of 2021. And then, oh, no, that, nope, 2020. Yeah, okay, there it is. There it is right there. Yeah, it was Islam Makachev. He took, he took Makachev on short notice. It was a month after he fought and okay. won against, um, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, Nazarat. I don't know. I don't recognize that guy. Oh, yeah. He's tough. So, yeah, he stayed for a month and, and fought again. Got got paid for it. That's yeah. awesome. This fight surprised me a lot. Um, Drikas Duplessis really kind of 
took it to Robert Whitaker. Uh, one in two minutes, 23 seconds in round two. Yeah. Did, did I didn't Whitaker think Robert quit? Looked, well, maybe. I just I don't think he looked good from jump. I think he it's either catching up to him now or he just had a, a, an off night. But if you think about it, he had, I think, two wars with Yoel Romero. He had two war, well, not wars, but one side of wars kind of with Izzy. One five-round war where he went the distance, one where he got knocked out. And he's just, you know, he's had hard, hard fights. And uh, he's very good, man. He's so tough. And I just think he did not look good um, even from the, from the beginning. It felt he looked off. It felt like something, and and I couldn't tell if it was just that Duplessis was, right, was that good. He looked gigantic, and I he did he did holy cow. And I haven't watched him fight a lot like I have Whitaker, um, so I don't know, you know, uh, if he's always looked great, but he he did look very good. Um, so Duplessis, you saw they pulled up, uh, they pulled up Izzy. That was a little bit of a debacle. I think I just said this on a couple of podcasts ago that I think that they're dropping the ball by bringing in the next guy during this guy's celebration. For one, he just went through a freaking war. He just went yeah. through a fight. He just got hit a bunch. You don't know, yeah. you know, like give him, give him, give him a, till the press conference. Yeah. You know, let him decompress for a second. But to bring him in there and uh, have him going off on him like that, it just, it causes, you know, sure, good TV, I guess. But there's a lot of people complaining about it, not liking it as well online. It, it feels really WWE to me. Yeah, yeah it, it feels does. really manufactured. Um, and I don't think these fights are good enough. I don't think you need to manufacture hype. I think Duplessis Adesanya is going to be a great fight. I yeah. don't think you need to manufacture that. No. Did you see all the stuff with people asking Dana White about the racism from Israel Adesanya in the cage? No. <laughs> he said, he said, uh, what do you mean? Who, 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 was, who was using racism? And the guy goes, well, you know, uh, uh, Izzy dropped a lot of N-bombs in there. And he goes, okay, so uh, who, who, where was the racism? And he goes, well, you know, and, and he goes, who, who said it? And he goes, Izzy. And he goes, well, he's black, right? He's black. <laughs> and like, he goes, who gives a shit? And what other promotion you know head guy ceo whatever of a company yeah he does whether you like him or not he lets these guys say whatever they want whether it's political whether it's religion whether it's language whatever it is yeah. he's gonna let you say it you know and uh, i i do appreciate that um i thought is he sounded ignorant i didn't i did not like him standing there talking the way he was talking he was trying to make a point because duplessis from south africa He's from Nigeria, and uh, it was, you know, he kept calling him that over and over, over and over and over again, like 10, 15 times at least. And uh, I was just like, oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I'm not an Izzy fan. I'm a, I am enjoy watching him fight. He's yeah. a great fighter, phenomenal. Yep. Yep. Um, but I, I just, uh, yeah, that's all. I know this fight broke your hearts. Pantoja, Brandon Moreno. 
it went all five rounds and I, I think I texted you at the end of round four and I just wrote score and you were just like, I, I, I don't know. I had it 2-2 going into the fifth round. Yeah. But I would have to rewatch it again to see if it was 3-1 going into the fifth round. For Pantoja? Yeah. Um, I had it 2-2 because I obviously wanted Brand to win. I love that dude and and really, really wanted him to win. And we've talked about this, but at Glory, at Fortis, at all these gyms, everyone turns their back to get to the feet, okay? Because it is the easiest way to get to your feet. It's sure. the easiest way to turn tripod, quad pod, and get to your feet. However, if you have a good jiu-jitsu guy, like a handful of my team, my, my child for one, yep. uh, Ty, uh, Garrett, like my good jiu-jitsu guys, you do that to get up and you just lost that round. You may have lost the fight right. by getting submitted, but you yep. for sure lost that round by getting body triangled. You know, they'll take your back hooks in, and now you just lost the round. So, uh, Brandon did it repeatedly. Got his back taken, body triangled, and then spent the time. Pantoja basically burned the clock, you know, and, and was winning minutes of the round. So, it was frustrating to see because one time he got shot on, and right away just turned around to his back and started fighting the hands. Mm -hmm. Instantly had that bottom hook in, instantly the body triangle, and then the, the rest of the round took place like that. And so there are ways to get up that are a little bit harder, but keep you in good position. Okay. And so you lose maybe 15, 20 seconds as opposed to giving up the whole round. Right. You're now back on your feet facing him. He's not behind you. You know, and and uh, it's frustrating from a coach's standpoint because I know I, I, I you have to know your opponent. Pantoja's a good jujitsu black belt. Yeah. People know that. Brandon knew that. He got choked by him before, so cool. He showed that he couldn't get choked by him this time, but he he still like you know lost the position, and and so I was very bummed. His jab, Brandon's jab, looked phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it was on point. That yes. was like a old school GSP-esque jab. It was landing hard. I thought it, I thought it was gonna make him wilt. The second round, uh, he really hurt Pantoja and started to kind of break him down. And then Pantoja came back in the third round and was on fire again. I'm like, man, this guy's getting a second win because he started to look tired. Yeah. And then it, he, he continued to, to push hard. And uh, I was I was so bummed every time it happened, whether it was on the on the feet, giving up the back or on the ground. But he got out positioned. That was that was literally it. He got out positioned, and uh, so it was frustrating. When you look at the scorecards, it's super interesting. One one judge, Ben Cartilage, actually scored at forty nine forty six. Brandon. Moreno, yeah. and that that one shocked me a little bit. And yeah. I've, I've got the scorecards right here. Basically, he gave Brandon rounds two through five. Five is a hard argument for me. Um, three was the one that was really tough. If I remember right, after three rounds, the, the significant strikes were 15 apiece. Right. But Pantoja had three takedowns. Right. He was credited with three takedowns. But it's a matter of damage done. And, the and takedown control at the end wasn't as bad as I thought. It was like four minutes to Pantoja, th two minutes something to Brandon. 
Uh, I thought it seemed like a lot more, but that's what I, I remember seeing on the screen. I was like, really? Because I thought Pantoja had more control time than that on the ground. Going into round five, I think I saw it the same way as you and the other two judges, which had it two apiece. They did. Okay. Um, it was only the one judge that already had it 3-1 for, for Brandon at that point. As much as I would have liked that the way it had been, it wasn't that it, way. It wasn't. No, I don't think it was sure. that way. I feel like Pantoja stole round five. I feel like what he did is backed him up. And, and I know he, he controlled him. He ended up he, on his back again. But he also had him up against the cage for, what, two minutes maybe? Yeah, maybe, I'm not and sure. And just kind of stalling, and there was some hand fighting, and he just kind of pressed on him. At some point, he ended up on the back because that's when I looked at Lucas. I said he just lost the fight. Like He yeah. just gave up the yep. position in the last round where it was like, the, the tiebreaker round, you know, and and so I hope that the coaching goes back and um, has the humility enough to say, hey, this is wrong. We shouldn't have done that with this guy. This is not the way. Let's correct that. You know, that's something that needs corrected for sure. Um, Humility and that coach don't go hand in hand, mm. so we'll see. But it, it, man, I wish I could get my hands on him. You know, he, he's uh, his striking looked great. Striking looked great. Takedown defense was fairly good at certain times uh, against the fence early on. He put he put Pantoja against the fence, was lifting him. Pantoja's feet were bar yeah. barely even touching the ground, yeah. and had full control. And he'd been training. Uh, wrestling with Nick Piccinini, who's a Oklahoma State All-American, and uh, and then it, it just kind of went away as the fight went on. It's a barn burner, though. It, I mean, was. it was great fight. Great, objectively, without if if you didn't have any skin in the game, it was a great fight to watch. Brandon just met, uh, posted something earlier today and said, "When this is all said and done, it's going to be the most watched Netflix t uh, movie of all time." <laughs> <laughs> because you remember, like, if he go, if he comes back again, that'll be you know, he fought in the UFC, he got cut, he went yeah. back, fought in the small circuit, came back, yeah. won the belt, yeah. lost the belt now, yeah. lost the belt, won the belt back again, yeah, and now lost it again. So, do you think uh, Pantoja gets uh, Figueredo next, or do you think they run this one back? So I didn't think they would run it back, but people were saying that in the press conference, Dana was talking about it, it was a very close fight. They may run it back. And I'm thinking, oh, that'd be awesome. Brandon's a, a cash cow for them. He's yeah. he's Mexico. You know, he brings yeah. all of Mexico. And his interest, yeah, yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I, I really wanted him to win it. I, I just kept hoping he would, but the more I watched it, the more... I was just like I don't I don't see it. Did you hear Pantoja when it was over? Huh, I Man, I was it was it was sad. Apparently, he's got an absent father left him a long time ago, and he was screaming into the camera, "Are you proud of me now? Oh. Are you proud of me now, Dad?" And I was just like, "Oh my gosh! Like holy smokes!" <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was wild. I was like, "Oh, heartbroken." I, I hope his dad heard that. Me too. Like, me too. That's awful. All right, main event of the evening. Volkanovski, Yair Rodriguez. Uh, Volkanovski finished him with four minutes and 19 seconds in round three. Uh, right hook took him down. How about Volkanovski? God, what a monster, huh? He landed a combo 
in I don't know what round it was, but he went. Uh, he landed a knee, something to the head, hook, hook to the body, huge uppercut, and then just grabbed him, picked him up in the air, and yes. slammed him with a double leg. Yes. But it was pop, 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 pop. Picked him up and slammed him. I, I and I was just like, dude, he just made him look so bad for those 10 seconds. Like, yeah. it was like, holy was like, crap. He was literally like a heavy bag just hanging yeah. there. Whatever he wanted to do right then, he did it. And I feel like, and this is something you've, you've mentioned this before, and I've, I've actually, it's super hard. I've tried this, is when you get a hook to the body and then come up with a hook to, and it's, I, it's like bang, bang. I yeah. mean, I don't know how they reload that fast. And the second one, the body one's awesome, and they reload and come back. And Volkanovski did this. And when he caught the second hook to the chin, there was power behind it, but it was like oh, yeah. that fast. I, I don't know how somebody reloads that quickly. Man. And then an uppercut yeah. to get his hands up, which and opened up his legs for the double leg. Picked him like up and ragdolled so, him. It was such a great combination. The thing that struck me most from Volkanovski and it made me think, I think we talked about this before, when he played rugby, I think he ran at like 205 when he played fly half when he was playing rugby. He was, he was 200 pounds. And higher, right? Was he not like 210, 215? May, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I thought he was. Maybe. I was like, holy crap. And he's fighting at 145. 145. And you could see it when he walked in, when the first bell rang, they walked in there. And, and the way he's bouncing in and out, it's like, it's like he weighed 20 pounds. He was so light and he moved so quickly. I've never seen anybody with that kind of power and lightness in their legs that Volkanovski has. It's way different than any other fighter I've seen. He definitely has some of the best, if not the best, range control in and out. Yeah. And and his arm is long as hell for some yep. reason. Yep. Longer than, than uh, Yair's, Yair's. But he's in and out. He, he controls the range so well for a short guy. What is he, 5'6"? Yeah, I think so. That's what he's listed as. And yeah. I think I think that all starts with his feet because he's so light and he can bounce yeah, so yo, well. It's no like he's question. on a trampoline. No he question. Just, he bounces so well. And God, he can go and go and go and go. God, Doesn't get got, tired. It's wild. Got a gas tank. Um, I really hope they run back the Makachev fight because... Uh, yeah, I don't want to see him lose. Yeah. I really would love him for love him to win that fight. Yeah. Um I don't want to see him lose right now just because he's such a monster, but I don't know they're gonna, I guess they're talking about either that or uh Tapuria at 45. Okay. Ilya um uh, at 45? Yes. Okay, there. Okay. Yep. But uh I mean, he's dispatched Holloway. He's dispatched Yair. I think he's beaten Ortega as well, hasn't he? Oh yeah. Um, so it's bad. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of looking. I I don't. I just don't see a lot of people that are going to give Volkanovski any kind of. I agree. I think that guy's going to sit there for a little bit. I mean, I think he could, unless he goes to 55. If he goes to 55, he'll have fights. For sure, he'll have tough fights. Yeah. Um, 45, I just don't know who's left to give him problems. But when you look at 55, uh, we know Makachev, he brought that all the way to the distance, close yeah. fight. Um, it'd be interesting. I don't think Oliveira's got a chin. He's proved that over and over again, but I don't know that he's got a chin. I don't know if he's got that kind of no, chin. No, he doesn't. Gaethje would be an interesting fight. Yeah. Um, and Poirier, I don't know. I just I look at the outside of, of Makachev, as much as I love Poirier and Gaethje and Benil and Chandler, I just start looking at the top five there, yeah. and I just feel like Alex 
takes them. <laughs> is that is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. It's definitely a possibility. Um, it'd be fantastic. I'd love to see it. You know, um, we'll see what he does. We'll see. Wow. Well, it was it was super great great fights. I was I was super excited with this card. I think uh, Rogan was saying that this might be the card of the year, and I think you could. I know it's only July. It's fight week, right? Yeah, you know, UFC fight week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, international, international fight, fight week, I think week. is what yeah. they call it. So yeah. it was cool. it was awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys. We will see you on the next one. Like, share, subscribe to the channel. It is all over. Just like that.